traffic sucks, but your podcast don't have to. Welcome into the afternoon drive with five. Joining us now on the Eagle Creek Products Hotline is a man who doesn't know what a honeydew list is because it's already done before she asks. He is Mr. Hurt County, Coach Shane Lasseter. Coach, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you all for asking me and always covering our kids. I appreciate you all. Absolutely. It's a it's a big part of uh, why we love doing this. So this is going into year three of the last sort of version of the Herd County program. And it begins with a little bit of a coaching turnover. You're welcoming back in a familiar face into Franklin. How's it been having Randall Carbo back with you? It's been awesome. Um, you know, just just the stability that he provides that everybody already knows from either the other coaches or the kids. Community-wise, it's just a trust level that you know, it's, it's just been a very natural uh, thing for him to just be here. And, uh, and you know, as far as the summer and everything that we're doing uh, has been great uh, because, you know, he, he's great. And, and so, like, it just helps us so much. And it's been, it's been awesome. And, Coach, you talk about this summer and, and him being there and helping. Is the offense going to change any this year with uh, with Randall being at the helm with it, and and is that sort of one of the focus that y'all have had during these summer workouts? Yeah, I mean, you know, we we started implementing stuff as you know throughout the the spring, and uh, as soon as he got here after spring break and stuff, and then we you know just we've we went to we've had a very very busy summer. We went to several passing league things and uh, you know a couple paddock camps, but. As far as changing, uh, it's not necessarily changing completely to what we've, you know, we've been kind of doing for the last few years, but it is changing because of who the people are that are in those pieces, uh, kids-wise. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're going to still be uh, focused on running the football and uh, being a physical team, but we do have some uh, weapons that we feel that we can use on the perimeter. And, um, and so I, I wouldn't say changing as a whole – uh, you know, but, you know, it will be a lot more of a focus of back to some of that old school physicality uh, that we want to make sure that we have in place. You're telling me we're not going to see the Braves line up on Friday night in a five wide Oregon set for every single down? Um, it, I, I don't I don't think that that's going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't know. We, we might go five wide uh Whenever we we might be spread across the field, whenever we are kicking the ball off, we might have five on each side of the <laughs> of the kicker. Uh, but that'd be the extent of that. <laughs> and, and coach, with Randall coming to Heard County after winning a state championship with Bowden, uh, and your first scrimmage being against Bowden, does does Coach Kerbo have any goofy plays dialed up for his old buddy Rich Finley out there in, in Red Devil Land? Does he have anything up his sleeve that he's going to pull that's going to make Finley on the other sideline smile? I I don't know. Uh, you know, he he might have something like that. Uh, but for the most part, he's just you know he's just focused on wherever he he is at the time. You know, at, whenever he was with them, he was really focused on making them the best that he could. And, and, and now that he's here, it'll be about making our kids the best that we can be, uh, no matter if that's in a young period or the older bunch. You know, he, he's really focused on whatever he's doing at that time. And so, you know, it, it, it's a scrimmage game. Of course, you know, we want to be successful in moving the ball and all that stuff. But, you know, for the most part, it'll be a scrimmage game. And 
um, you know, will be working on us. And and so I would I wouldn't imagine that to 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 think too much into that. Well, coach, you've been around football your entire life. You've been dedicated to its craft. You know as well as anyone, having a quarterback is a key to having a successful program. And you've got a returning starter and a kid pushing him, that returning starter, to be better. How's that competition been going this spring and summer? It's been great. Um, you know, as far as that, they they both get along really, really well. I think Sean has done a really good job of, uh, you know, trying to work with Ethan, uh, you know, and helping him to understand a lot of the concepts and stuff. And he talks through a lot of things. And we have been 100% all summer long like even in a passing league you know game or something we would go a series with one and a series with the other a series with one series with the other and that's more to just make sure that they both have a, a foundation of what we're doing offensively uh you know we haven't gotten into a true competition mode um at, i guess per se but you know we're, we'll go through the scrimmages and all that stuff but both of those both of those kids are are you know do some really good things um, that you know the other one can't do, and then both of them do a lot of things the same way, and and they're both good, uh, you know. So that that's a that's a completely different problem that we have had before in, in the past. That there has been a year here and a year there that we haven't had a quarterback that we had to kind of make one, and and then whenever you're sitting there and you you have two guys that you know you feel like that they both can be good high school quarterbacks for you. Um, you know, that's a good problem to have. That's a very good problem to have, Coach. And, and you'll have a good bit of time with your non-region schedule to kind of figure out what works best for y'all's team. Heard County has never been a school that really backs down from a challenge, and it shows in your non-region game scheduling. What does playing teams like Callaway, Bremen, and Raven County do for your team, for the Braves, once region play comes around and when the playoffs come around? I mean that you have to you have to understand, and it's really hard to do it whenever you're at practice with only your guys. But they have to be able to see uh, from year to year what the level of play is at that high level. Because a a team like playing like Callaway, for instance, is that is what a perennial semifinal uh, team in your division looks like. Uh, and so, like, you want to – if you're able to play at that level, then you're understanding what it takes to, to win the region and to put yourself in a good position. And so, at the end of the day, the reason why we play those people is to see what that level of play is because if you don't see what it is, you'll never rise to that just off of just being on your own. And so, we want to make sure we're always putting our, our kids in those tough situations. And, I mean, even – Whenever we've had our paddy camps and stuff like that, we're you know we're playing good people at those things. We're not we don't really have anybody that is um, at our level you know as far as small schools when we go to these things. And so um, we're already are trying to always put our kids in a tough situation just to make them mentally tougher and physically tougher, and just so that they don't see themselves as being that small school. They see themselves as being a you know, a perennial tough team, and, and that's what we want them to be. Well, Coach, you had a decent amount of underclassmen who got playing time last year. Um, what does that do for a program like yours down at Heard County, bringing underclassmen along early and trusting them to do their job? 
Yeah, well, sometimes, you know, uh, it's a good thing that that you, you're able to do that for a long-term purpose, and sometimes it's bad because they're just not ready. Uh, and, you know, in, in, in a school that our size, we don't always have the, the option. It's not like that you're just sitting there saying that you're planning for this and you're just kicking somebody out of the way or something like that. Those kids are usually the best kids at that position. And so whenever you're able to do that, uh, it helps you for the long term. But, uh, you know, sometimes it can hold you back in the short term. And I think we saw that where we had a lot of, you know, we were a consistent team last year where the level of play that we were at, you know, we just, you know, we couldn't get above that that consistency to, to play at a, a big-time opponent. Whenever they were better than us, they were better than us. Whenever we were better than them, it showed and we beat them. Like in, and that was a th- sign of youth. And so having so many guys back um, that have gotten stronger and bigger and, and now they uh, the game is slowing down for them a little bit, that, that's, that's whenever you start to get excited that they'll be able to uh, reap the benefits of playing so much because – at the end of the day, it's the speed of the game that that benefits you the most. Is the more that you play, the slower the game gets, and and that's um, you know what we're hoping for out of especially our linemen uh, this time, where they're you know they're coming back and being stronger and played a lot. And whenever your linemen are good and they're experienced, um, that's whenever you have a chance to be successful. And you talk about that experience, but you know, does it also come with? learning the offense or learning the defense and knowing exactly what you're looking at and, and looking for cues on the other side of the, of the ball, like knowing exactly what kind of coverage the defense is running or what kind of offense and offense is running, you know, from a defensive side, does that come with just more uh-huh. reps and more reps that absolutely that they can take care of it? 100%. And like, you know, the more that you play and you have that, uh, you know, ability to, to recognize that, then, you're all of a sudden you're you know you're getting a lot more film time where you're seeing yourself mess up and we're we're talking through things and and ultimately on all the teaching stuff that's our job is to get them going the key for us uh, for them I guess is for them to get to where they feel that comfort level of playing at a high speed and knowing you know where a fit is and going to it full speed and uh, things like that but you know as far as teaching them what's going on and game plan and all that stuff. We, we always try to put that on us and, and making sure that, you know, we're trying to give them the chance to be successful, but the speed of the game benefits all those things. You know, you know, you're trying to recognize something as a, you know, a baby, a freshman or a sophomore that's coming at you and you can recognize it on paper. You can also recognize it in practice whenever you're standing there and you're talking through it and all that stuff, but you're trying to recognize that, decipher that, in about three seconds and then understand what, hey, what do they run out of these sets that we've repped and all that stuff, uh, that takes time. It doesn't matter what, you know, you, you can rep it all you want to, but that takes time for a kid to learn how to do all those things and, and read their keys and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, from an offensive standpoint, whenever you're, you got to read as a QB, it takes reps and time and, and there's, there's no substitute for experience. And, uh, you know, we feel like we got a bunch of kids that, that have some experience this time and uh, hopefully that's going to help us out. And coach, the growth that I saw in in your football team last year was one of the biggest gaps. I think from beginning to end, y'all had some of the most impressive growth 
uh, throughout all the positions on your team last year. If we saw y'all in a scrimmage and, and where y'all were at week seven and eight from where you began at that scrimmage. It, it was really, really amazing. Honestly, it was, it was eye opening to how much y'all worked and what a great job y'all did down there with those boys. Uh, started off a little slow last season, but ended up second in your region, getting a first round home game in Heard County, won that playoff game, moved on to the second round. What does that do to have that sort of success for the the youth that had you had on your team? Can you roll any of that mojo they had going at the end of the season last year into this year to give y'all even more confidence starting off the 2023 campaign? I think so, um, you know, because they they understand that where they were, you know, that they that they 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 was able to build all throughout the year, and then you know we preached all off season that that where we where we finished at that is that is the absolute floor of where we're going to go to. You know, like we have a new ceiling. That's not the that's not the ceiling, and so we don't want to go back down and then have to work back to that. So we wanted to make sure that that is the baseline. That's the floor of where we're at. And so to be, you know, playing, you know, where we were able to win a playoff game and, you know, we did uh, finish as region runner up, but you know, that that's like the minimum that we, we could be at when we start the season this time. And so in order to do that, you have to continually have a, you know, preaching that throughout the weight room and throughout the summer and, you know, how you practice and how you develop your body and, and those sorts of things. But I think that, um, you know, our kids just work and we have some great parents that support us and our community supports us and they have a trust in uh, us to, you know, continue to be working them. And so that's kind of always been us at Heard County is we're, we feel like that we're going to get better throughout the season uh, if they'll just be 100% bought in. And, and this group has been bought in the whole entire time. So, you know, we wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, we, we, harped on that all summer is that we want to make sure that 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 where we ended at that that's the floor and so we want to make sure that we're we're starting out a lot better so we can continue to make that same jump throughout this year and um you know the ceiling can be high if we'll do that and the ceiling's high i mean you said you had a great group of kids great support great booster great community you also have what i just mentioned a great coaching staff down there and, and something that i noticed looking back at timbo's uh, staffs there and you've continued it throughout the uh, first three years of your tenure there is a phenomenal coaching staff it always seemed like Timbo and now you have three or four guys that are assistant coaches on that Heard County football staff that could literally go just about anywhere in the state and head coach their own football team so uh, my question to you is what makes Heard County so special how do you get these guys to buy in and just love the Braves and love Heard County and love that community so much that they want to stay there as assistant coaches and make this team and this community and this school and this football team as good as they possibly can. Well, um, it has nothing to do with me whatsoever. It has a lot to do with just their love of Heard County. And, uh, you know, and our, our, our day job is a really good day job wherever they're at too. And, you know, in our board of education and, and, all of our administrators, they, they do a really good job of making sure that, you know, we try to keep high quality people and, uh, you know, whether that's pay or that's, you know, just the, the day job itself. And, and so, you know, they don't have a, a want to leave. And then of course, a lot of our people have kids. And so they want their kids to go to the school here 
And then the biggest thing that, you know, is something that you just can't match going somewhere else is almost every single coach that's on staff now played at Heard County. Um, and so, you know, you have a, a good number of those guys that really do think of this as their school and they want to make it better. And, you know, so having that ownership mentality is where that comes from. And so they, they own the fact that they want to make this place better every single day. And, um, you know, and we're grateful for that. And, you know, of course, DJ and Randall, you know, being back and just having that longevity, that makes a big difference. And we do feel like we have several, several guys that are, you know, that could be a head coach if they decided to be or a coordinator. And, uh, and we've had several guys that, you know, have turned down jobs left and right um, over the years to stay in where they're at. And I think that's just because they do have an understanding of, um, you know, that this is a, a family and we, we're not big title people. Uh, you know, we we think of ourselves as a coaching staff. It's not like the head coach, the OC, the DC and all that stuff. And we got some kind of big ranking system. We're all working on this together uh, on whatever we're doing, whether it's, cleaning up in the field house or it's you know breaking down film or coaching or making a decision on a friday night we're all in this thing together and so uh, i think that sense of you know where they all know that they are well needed and and uh you know they have a big part in whatever we're doing i think that makes uh for a great staff and you know and so hopefully we can keep that going but that doesn't have to do with me keeping them that has to do with a lot of situational stuff that they want her county to be better, and uh, we're grateful for that. Shane Lasseter, always a humble, humble man. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, those humbleness, let, let's talk about uh, what you are bringing to the facilities over at Heard County. Give me an update on this massive, massive indoor facility that you guys are building. We are, uh, like, once again, so blessed. Um, you know, Heard County, as always, uh, tried to do you know the best things for their kids and and so we are we are getting a much needed uh new weight room and so the weight room uh, is going to have 21 racks and uh it's going to be around 7,000 square feet that where we can uh have the goal of like what we talk about with family all the time is the goal in that is to be able to lift all of our kids together uh, at the same time in the summer and so you know whenever we're doing doing that it's going to be able to do that uh, with that size of facility plus in the weight room you know we have um it's a foundation of our school day and so uh, we have around 600 kids in the school um, and roughly 450 of them go through our weight room every single day and and so in some capacity and so having a new weight room was a much needed thing and we're, we're just you know so glad and appreciative of that and then on the back of it we just had a you know a opportunity and a idea to to make you know the best of that space and we're going to have an open air facility similar to like uab has uh 70 yards long and a full width wide and so we'll be able to uh, not have any practices canceled you know in any sport i mean every sport will be able to use that um We'll be able to use that from a football standpoint. That also, you know, allows for some band uh, field time during the school uh, school week. You know that normally they wouldn't get. Uh, and just baseball, softball, using it whenever it's wet outside and stuff like that. So we're going to have the opportunity to have um, a lot of things in that 
facility, but, you know, just like, you know, I guess it is bragging a little bit, but our Board of Education and our administration has done a great job of always trying to make sure that our kids at our county were taken care of and had the best stuff. And this is once again, that next step to where we're getting that. And then and it's time to replace the turf on the field as well. So as soon as the season's over with, we'll be getting that replaced uh, at the same time that this turf field's going in. Uh, and so we are super pumped about it. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to host some things here that we normally couldn't host. And, um, you know, and the biggest thing is, is our kids are going to have a, a, you know, basically almost like a division one experience at, at a single A school. And that's just something that, you know, a lot of people can't say. And we, we kind of say that we're a private school that happens to be public. And, you know, and so whenever we talk about the things that we have and the love of the boosters and the love of the community for our kids, and, and this is once again a, a great example of that where they're going to have the best stuff. And it has a trickle-down effect that we're going to get where our weight room is now is going to be a new sports medicine room and the wrestling room is going to get a new renovation because of this and, and so forth. And, uh, you know, so every sport is benefiting from this uh, in some capacity and, and we're, we're extremely excited about it. The band is always going to be able to use that indoor facility too, right? <laughs> yes. It we have, we have a tower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have a tie, we have a tower that there's a tower built in that, and I mean, I, you might have been joking, but that's the truth. That there's a tower built in where they, you know, you'll be able to have your director in the middle, and uh, we'll be able to film and all that stuff. And so, uh, yes, they they will be able to use that. And then on the flip side of that, whenever the football team is is using that, that opens up our um, you know, our stadium. And so they're able to use that during that time as well. And so uh, it just creates more field time for everybody, no matter what, what's going on. And coach, you talk about the trickle down effect with the indoor facility, the new weight room and everything. Uh, that's going to make that softball team a little bit better too. They're going for four straight state titles this year. They're going to kick off same time you kick off. Uh, how big is that weight room to those softball girls? Cause I watched them a couple of, of games last season and those girls are absolutely yoked up. I mean, they have got cannons for arms. They are absolutely insanely in shape. What's that weight room going to do for the softball team? That's already one of the state's best. Yeah, our girls are, I mean, you know, our girls athletes here at Hurt County are, you know, they are extremely hardworking and they have, uh, you know, they've bought into the weight room many, many years ago. And that starts with Judge Jones at the middle school. And he does a great job of teaching them. And he's also a softball coach. And, um, and so our girls lift extremely hard. They're, they're actually way more self-motivated than our boys are in our entire school. And so, um, you know, that, that's something that I think that we'll be able to continue with the, the new place. But, you know, that's not even, it's, it's a non-issue here with our girls lifting. Uh, they, they lift really hard and, uh, they have reaped the benefits drastically, uh, you know, where that's still something that, you know, I think it's pretty commonplace in every school around the country that boys lift. But uh, there's still uh, a lot of people that the girls don't lift the way that, you know, our girls do. And, and they've been able to benefit from that greatly. And, of course, they have some, you know, some talented kids. And, and of course, Coach Hornsby and Coach Porter and them guys, they do a great job. And, uh, they're some of the best coaches in the state, and 
they get a lot out of those girls and I, I would expect nothing more than for them to be right back in Columbus, even though they graduated, a, you know, a good bit of girls and, uh, but they should be right back in Columbus and having another shot at it. And, you know, we never are surprised by how much growth they make. That's something that probably isn't talked about a bunch with the softball team because they think that everybody thinks they're so talented and stuff, but he pits them through a rigorous schedule uh, you know, and so a lot of times their record is not very good on who they're playing throughout the season, and and he gets a lot out of those those girls, and they're always playing really really good at the end. Well, coach, let's circle back to football, and this is going to be my final question. Give me one player on offense and defense that we may not know just off the top of our head that when we think about Hurt County that you've seen stand out this this summer and spring and workouts and stuff that we may need to pay attention to uh, this fall? Um, that you may not know. Uh, the, the person that you may not know, we have had some really good kids uh, that are going to be seniors and stuff, So, but with the fact that somebody that you may not know that's about to burst on the scene is a, a sophomore named Antonio Heath. And uh, he's he is a beast, and in the weight room, and he is a very uh, soft-spoken kid, but he plays really, really big, and he's going to be an inside linebacker, and he'll be in the backfield some for us as well. But he is a really, really solid, great football player that's going to have a chance to be very, very special at Hurt County, and um, you know, and he's, you know, we we're expecting big things out of him, and that's somebody that. Not many people know. They might remember him from whenever he was in middle school, but, you know, he's somebody that hasn't been on a lot of people's radar, And but he is a, a, a kid that's about to be a big part of what we're doing. And, Coach, you know, when we're down there at Hurd County, one of the cool things that I love about that stadium and love about the community is there's always a group of kids, you know, 30 to 40 kids there down in between the end zone and y'all's field house. It's always playing football. Uh, have you assigned a coach this year to possibly go down there and scout those kids and see which ones you know you want to get in like an early program for Heard County football? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I you know you say assigning a coach or whatever, but that is the benefit of being in a small uh, community. We have coaches that are, that teach PE and stuff like that. We have a lot of uh, coaches' kids that are playing through the rec. My kids went through the rec. I actually just left the rec department and looking at all the rosters from six, five and six-year-old kids all the way through 10U to, you know, just to get an idea on who's playing, who's going to be the coaches, all that stuff. Uh, and so, you know, we're trying to lay out where we have a kids camp. But I think that that's just something that's special about our county that we don't want to ever lose is the fact that, you know, we, we know all those kids – from the time that they're five years old all the way up. And we work really, really hard to make sure that they that they feel the want and the, that we want them to be a part of us. And uh, we want them to want to be there on a Friday night and not just be assigned to come in there and, uh, you know, or just feeling like that they have to. We want those kids from the time that they, you know, start coming to a game to they're playing in five or six flag football game that, they're, that their goal was to be playing for Hurt County varsity Braves one night and uh you know we love the fact that they're able to play down there and um you know continue to keep that tradition going because there's a lot of kids that uh will be on the field this friday you know th- this year um you know next friday night in, at, on august the 4th 
that played in that end zone. And, uh, you know, uh, there's there's a couple of kids that are about to be bursting on the scenes that that were in that picture uh, whenever Quincy Shepard caught that ball on uh, Callaway to win the game down in the corner. That there's that's jumping up and down that they'll be in a jersey uh, on this <laughs> this time around. And so, you know, we're we always want to keep that thing going. And, uh, you know, we feel that that's a special thing at Hurt County. Well, you know, Coach, usually usually I have my Braves hat on, my Braves polo on, and I'm, I'm cheering for Hurt County. But at some point this year, uh, our 7-8 and eight rec football team might travel down there to Hurt County. Schedule hasn't came out yet, uh, but my uh, my middle son's playing on that 7-8 and eight Villarica football team, so I might have to, might have to cheer against Hurt County uh, in one game this year. Yeah, we'll we'll give you a pass on that. We'll, <laughs> I, and if it's ha- if it's happening at Hurt County on a Saturday in a rec game, though, you can, you can count that I'll be there. Uh, I try to I try to watch them all and uh, and get to as many of them as I can. And um, because you know, I, I, we definitely want them to to see that we you know we love them and we want them to be a part of them. And you know, anybody that wants to play football now that. I don't, you know, I don't care if you can't walk and chew gum. If you want to play football, you 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 one of my guys, and so I I want to make sure that you know we keep that going. But if this happened in that Heard County, I'll probably get the chance to check it out. Our thanks to head coach Shane Lasser of the Heard County Braves. That was a lot of fun. Every anytime Bryce that you and I get to sit down and, and talk with Shane Lasser is a good day. Period. End of story. It's a it's a and, great day, it, man. It was fantastic. Yep. And just to get a little bit of insight into the football program this year, you know, we were able to do those um, those coaches' interviews where we did non-football talk, you know, last year. To get the football in, you know, it just gets closer and closer as the days go by, man, and I'm pumped about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, when, every time I talk to Shane, I sort of just want to ask him what he's built lately, like out of out of woodwork, you know, <laughs> what, what he's what he's built out of woodwork. Can he build any apparatuses to help his football team? You know, any anything that he can set up there in the practice field. But uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a young team, but it's definitely gonna be not as young as they were last year. They were very very young last year, and you know, I think this year they're gonna reap the benefits of the hard schedule they played last year and the hard schedule they're gonna play early on this year. And a lot of that youth is gonna mature. Uh, right in front of Casey and Clay's eyes and be able to see and try to reap the benefits of sort of what they sowed last year. Yeah, we're pumped about it. But that's it for our 2023 preview of the Hurt County Braves. For Bryce Barling, I'm Billy Lindahl. We will talk to you next time, same time, same place.